So, hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell, and today I'm speaking with David Manning on Timeline and Dimensional Split. David has worked in the field of consciousness and expanded awareness for some 30 years. Deep experience of some of the more dense aspects of life gave him a grounded, compassionate and no-nonsense approach to the path of expansion we are embarked on. He is an energetic interpreter and translator of fields and energies at the collective and personal level. And he works with large groups of people in teleconferences and in person to clear some of the deeper patterning we hold and to enable us to open to the more multidimensional downloads that are now perpetually available. And David's website is David Manning energywork.com and there will be a link going out with the podcast hi david hi steve thank you very much for uh, inviting me onto your podcast i really appreciate it oh it's my pleasure so just to let people know that um i did i, I mean i haven't met david before um until i moved down to st leonard's on the southeast coast of england and i was walking past a cafe one day and there he was and i checked out his website and he seemed to be doing very similar stuff to me so i thought oh i better get to know this guy you know <laughs> what's he up to and uh, so this is a really interesting subject timeline and dimensional split what what does it mean for those who've not quite clear about it so this from my perspective and everything i say is just from my perspective i don't in any way claim to uh, see the whole picture at all but uh Things that are shown to me, and years and years ago, right at the start of my journey, I was asking, what what does this mean? I was reading a lot about catastrophic timelines and that, you know, we had to make choices and shifts in our frequency and our vibrational level and if we didn't there would be catastrophe and the whole world would would collapse and crumble and I, I wasn't sure about this and I remember asking what how is this going to play out and I had an image a very very clear image of the world hanging in space and slowly it just split so there became two worlds one I understood was a world of ascending frequency and one a world of descending frequency and i think i think we're really experiencing that now uh it seems clear to me that i live in very different dimensions than a lot of people uh i see on the streets and just the other day i was i had an experience that i'll, I'll talk a bit about i was in a hospital waiting room i've just been through an experience a second experience of cancer and uh, um and those have always been deeply, deeply instructional uh, experiences. So I was sitting in the oncologist waiting room, and, and as the waiting room filled up with other people waiting for their appointments, I became aware that the energy was getting quite thick and um, dense. So I thought, oh, I'll just, uh, I'll clear this energy. I'll just uh, sort of drop into a, a an inner space, and I'll just clear the energy of the room. And I was told very clearly, no, don't leave these people to the consequences of their own decisions. And it was such a, a fundamentally clear piece of guidance because along with it came an awareness that I was really operating in a very different dimension than just about everybody else in that waiting room. And that that was totally okay. There was no judgment about that, no better, no worse. Also the awareness that a lot of people have incarnated on this planet not to embark on this journey of ascension that um, it seems like the minority of us have decided upon so I think there's a lot of people here that aren't at all interested in that journey they will be affected by the rising frequencies and that will be of benefit to their 
overall pattern of evolution, but they're not in any way interested in doing the sort of work that, that we're involved in and the people, your audience, my audience, that you know, the sort of things that we're up to. It makes no sense to, to a lot of these um, these other people. And as I say, that doesn't mean anything at all. They will, at some point, embark on their journey of evolution, just as we have all been triggered on our journey in this lifetime. And, um, yeah, so it became clear to me that there has been this very clear uh, splitting of dimensions, if you like, and that the dimension I and many of us operate in is no longer the same, and that it's no longer useful in any way to spend time losing energy to those other dimensions, so not getting involved in lower frequency activities, in a sense, that anchor you back into your history, for instance, or helping to save other people, or the planet even. Um, something else I've been very clear on, or that has been made very clear to me, is that where I get caught up still is on the political situation. That can still trigger me. Mm. And I keep being told, no, that's the old world, and it's dying. You're not here to... Uh, to save or rescue the old world, you're here to lay the foundation or help to lay the foundation of the new world that is emerging. And I think many of us are here to do that. And we do that through clearing our own field and our own systems and then downloading these extraordinary energies that are available to us, you know, at every level now. Yeah. Of course, the question some people have, um, I've had it myself in the past, is, you know, if we've got people in our family we love or loved ones, but they're not quite on the same track, what about those people? In a way, there have been times in the past where I felt a bit like an evangelical Christian saving people from going to a horrible place. What, what about that? It's, it's, it is. It's a common question, isn't it? And I think a lot of people get really anxious about this. But I had a, a beautiful experience um, a few years ago where I was just meditating out in the cosmos and I sort of bumped into um, the energy we know as Kuan Yin and uh, she just said to me don't worry I've got them mm -hmm. I'm holding them and I hadn't even realized at that point um, that I was anxious about the many millions or billions of people on the planet that aren't embarking on this journey and that was completely what she was referring to, but I wasn't even aware that I was um, holding any tension around that. And as soon as she or I became aware of this beautiful field of compassion that was holding everybody, um, some of the deeper tension that I was holding, because I had this hero complex that it was my job to you know, rescue, save the world, like a lot of us have a bit of that going mm. on. And uh, it really allowed me to relax around that. And in terms of you know, close friends or family members that may not be interested. You know, it isn't as much about what you're doing or whether you're meditating three times a day and clearing your chakras and eating the right things and are a vegetarian. Or it's, it's, it isn't about that. It's about your overall attitude. Somebody might not be interested in spirituality at all, but they may be operating at a higher vibration level than most people on the planet. But there are a lot of people that simply aren't in any way interested and you can sort of see uh, and I, it's difficult to say this without sounding judgmental but I'm, I'm not judgmental about it but it, you can sort of see the people that are really locked into the matrix and are not 
thinking or even aware of other possibilities, other ideas. And um, if your family members or are in that group, well, one of the major things we have to practice is is detachment and trusting that everybody is completely and perfectly in the right place at any given time. Because for me to attempt to drag somebody to where I think they should be or impose my set of beliefs or energies upon them is, is really disturbing for somebody that isn't, um, isn't ready for it. And it's a huge waste of my time and energy too when yeah. there are other much, much more constructive things I can be using um, time and energy for. So it's difficult, but we are always... It's one of the, tr the spiritual traditions, in a sense, is that practice of detachment and allowing people to be exactly where they're at. Um, and it can be tough, it really can, but, uh, but we don't have a choice, I think. Exactly. I think there are, for a lot of empaths, starseeds, lightworkers, a lot of activities which seem very much like heaven, you know, sitting meditating on a beach or being in wild nature or being in some kind of gathering of a spiritual type. But of course, a lot of people on the planet that will be hell on earth, and um, yeah, and, totally. and, and and so for me, like going now to a football match, for example, would be absolutely hell on earth for me with like forty thousand people shouting around me. But for a lot of people, is actually heaven and bliss. So this totally. is you know, and I be I might be thinking, poor guys, you know, there they are in the football match, and they're they're thinking this is fantastic, you know. So and I guess they would be laughing at us, thinking we're we're the crazy ones. Exactly, and um, and, and that's fine, isn't it? It's totally fine that this planet holds all of those different dimensions, all of those different frequencies, belief systems, and activities. And we can create more or allow more harmony and balance in our lives by simply letting it be and recognizing. It's important to recognize that we might be operating in a different dimension because that helps us not to leak energy, but also not to suck energy in that perhaps is of a lower frequency and is then disturbing or irritating for us you know because it's useful for us to to attempt to maintain a higher or as higher vibration as possible and one of the ways we do that is by not um needing others to agree with us or see things from our perspective but also recognizing okay i can't any longer go to those football matches or wander down oxford street or you know that sort of thing without feeling um a bit of a wreck afterwards because it's uh, those are energetic spaces that no longer work for me. You know, lots yeah. of activities that I used to engage in um, that I couldn't I couldn't contemplate anymore. But um, they, but they were great at the time, and um, and a lot of people do those sorts of things and have a great time. But it, it's just not for me. You know. Yeah, no, I, I've had friends who are you know. Uh, people say to me, you know, am I a starseed? That kind of question. And I say, well, if you're listening to me. You're, you're obviously one, you know, you wouldn't be interested otherwise. But if you're, people have also asked, you know, how do I know if I am on the right timeline? How can I be sure I'm making it in the right direction? But I guess anybody listens to this podcast, that's a kind of a pointless question also, isn't it? Because if they're listening, they're, they're on it. <coughs> From my perspective, it is. But it, I used to worry about that sort of thing too. And I would be told, you know, rest assured, if you're making these efforts and moving in the direction, you're going to be in, you're in the right dimension for you. You're in the right space. Um, and you're on the timeline that supports you. But we're all on the right timeline for ourselves, regardless of whatever activity we're engaged in. And 
interestingly enough now from my perspective at the lion's gate or just before the lion's gate i was uh, i was asked to sit go sit in in the garden here go sit on the steps in the garden so i did and uh, i sat down in the warm sunshine and i was asking okay what why am i out here and all of a sudden um a field of energy rose up from the earth uh and i looked at it and i could see two lines of energy one was the um they looked like the moving the moving pavements we see in airports one i was on and it looked a bit tatty a bit scruffy a bit um in need of maintenance and the other was bright and shiny and golden and i was told this is a new timeline on offer do you want to step onto it so i did step onto it the old timeline collapsed completely and this new timeline was glowing very brightly and i went through quite a profound energetic shift over the next 24 hours that um literally took me out of a timeline i think that i had been on for the past 19 years and 19 20 years ago was when i stopped drinking drugs um and that had been a huge part of my life for many many years it was when i had my first experience of cancer um and what i experienced then was the whole of the the field of cancer and addiction and a lot of other stuff just vibrating out of my system completely as if that was old patterning that i i was born into an addicted family so that was a deep path for me in a sense that whole field just vibrated out of my body out of my system over the next 24 hours after that mm. timeline and then i was asked to introduce it on the teleconference i did on the lines gate on on thursday the 8th of august and a lot of people found it very very profound and very active these new timelines so there are these new timelines that are very available to us now and from my perspective they're emerging from deep in the earth um rather than landing on the planet it's and the earth has been telling me this for a long time i have the answers come to me for the answers so i think she knows which way things are moving and again she told me a couple of years ago now that she has finished dealing with the trauma timelines of course a lot of those trauma timelines are still anchored in our personal field and um energy bodies because there are deep collective history in our ancestry but she's finished with them so it's easy for us to drop them now and one of the most effective ways we can do that is by connecting deep into the core of the earth and sharing in the energy that she is uh releasing on a daily basis so there are a lot of new um codes new frequencies being released at the core of the earth um that are important for us moving forward yeah now i i've heard some teachers and channels talking about this big event like this big solar flash that's going to knock everything out and knock the earth onto a new timeline and uh What do you think about this because there's two points and one some people think which which actually I do that there's a slow uncomfortable change process since 2012 and there are others it's going to be like it's instant or not instant three days it's going to take and then we're, we're, the whole world will move into a higher dimension It's a nice idea isn't it it's a, yeah. you know, and I think we like those ideas of the instant fix and there'll be one thing that happens that makes it all right and uh, I have fallen into that camp in the past too thinking that that might be what happened at that December the 21st solstice back in 2012 and of course it it wasn't it was as if the shit hit the fan properly then yeah. <laughs> um 
I don't believe there's going to be a, a single event um, across the whole of the planet that changes everything for the vast majority of people and carries those that aren't ascending to their planet and us of us that are to our new... I don't think it works in that way. I think it's a step-by-step process, and I think the flash is an internal experience. Um, I think the, the, the... Yeah, I think it's a profound and deep inner experience that each of us has, and you know when you've had, when you've made that shift internally. There was a point for me many years ago when I was turning corners, energetic corners, it felt like, and I knew that I would never go back to how things were. And that kept on happening. These corners were turned and I knew I was in a different a different time frame, a different zone, as it were. And I think that um, it happens individually. And it, it, from my perspective, it can't happen all at once in that way because that would be an imposition on mm. people. And it doesn't, we don't ever get things imposed upon us by our spiritual friends and helpers uh, because not everybody is in the same place and wouldn't be able to deal with it. Um, for you know, um, So a, a rapid rise in frequency for some people would be deadly, you know. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't believe there's going to be a moment when a magic wand is waved and everything falls into place. I think we're in for a bit of a messy ride for, yeah. for quite a while yet. Um, right. But each of us can create our little bit of heaven on earth uh, by working to create our own little communities and... Um, and really, truly working to ground the energies that we're here to ground, because that makes a huge difference for me. If I spend time doing that on a daily basis, then my energy field is clarified and purified and opened and very, very vibrant and buoyant. Uh, and I have to take responsibility for that, because it's easy for me to um, to lose a lot of energy or to downgrade my energy if I want. But if I don't, if I let it find its own natural balance and engage in uh, things like meditation, a bit of exercise, gardening I love, and swimming, then my energy field tends naturally to be very, very buoyant and very, um, very resilient. Brilliant. Even through something like the cancer experience I've just been through, it was a, um, it was a strange experience. But I, <laughs> I didn't ever feel or particularly feel as if I had cancer. It was a. A very much a profound clearing but not a well it was a weird one and I, I'm, I, I will talk more about that you know um, as time goes on but uh, yeah. I have a lot of perspectives on on our patterning of disease and our I think we're moving much more into timelines of health now uh, yes. health and vitality rather than disease so what I'm looking at more is the psychology of health and wellness rather than um, Rather than focusing on dis ease as the uh, as the uh, yeah as the focus that are, of the, of attention. Now I know you're going to do a meditation um, connecting to this timeline, but what about before we do that? The events. I know you've got some events coming up, David. I have, Steve. I have. Thank you for asking. I've got this coming weekend on Sunday. I'm doing uh, because. We've had these eclipses and we've had the summer solstice and we've had 
the Lionsgate, and all of these have been big, big, powerful events, and there's this constant downloading of energy. It's exhausting for our systems to be under this continual barrage of high-frequency um, downloads and dismantling processes. So I had an event planned for this coming weekend, and I was asked um, by guidance to shift my calendar and offer um, what I'm terming a healing field event and it's the second of these healing field events which will be simply uh, a time to really rest and deeply integrate the energies that have um, come on board as it were and to always with the work I do there will be a, an element of clearing so whatever is ready to let go in your system um, will clear and we will look again at the the, uh, the timelines that we'd worked with uh, over the Lion's Gate. Um, so there's that coming up on Sunday, the 25th of August. And then the following weekend on the 31st and the 1st of September, 31st of August, 1st of September, I'm doing a two-part weekend event, which is called the Heart Field, because this, again, I'm becoming very aware that the Heart Field is perhaps the single most important frequency we really need to be opening to and for on this planet. And it's not something we access from outside. It's simply about opening to it on the inside. We are never out of love and we are never out of touch with love. But we have convinced ourselves simply by closing our hearts very um, very purposefully over many, many incarnations as a protective measure um, that we are out of touch with love. And this love is not at all an emotional force. It's the, the substance of the universe. And it wants to be much, much more present in our lives as, as a force, a force for change, a force for transformation. And um, so we're looking at that over that weekend event. And then Later in September, I've got an in-person event happening here in the lovely town of sunny St. Leonard's-on-Sea, um, which takes place just before the equinox, the September equinox. I can't believe we're talking about the September equinox already. Mm. Um, and that's on Friday the 20th, Saturday and Sunday the 21st and 22nd of September. And we work very deeply with the equinox energies, but part of it will also work well, with the elements, we're here at the seaside and we work with water and the land and certainly the, the wind because we've always got wind here as well. Um, so we'll be working with the elements, but there will also be a, a strong element of designing the life that you're intending um, and aligning ourselves with the lives that want to unfold for us and that those equinox times are, are perfect moments in the yearly cycle to really set it clear intentions and get clear about what it is you're wanting to experience over the next six months to a year and setting those seeds and just getting clear about that so that'll be a big part of that uh that event and that's an in-person event here uh as i say on the south coast of england so um it would be superb to to see some of your audience on one or other of these events. That would be lovely. Brilliant. Well, okay, David. Well, I'm going to pass it over to you for the meditation. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. And this will be a, a really simple meditation because it is simplicity itself to access uh, these timelines. In effect, these timelines are wanting to access us. There is so much 
extraordinary multidimensional support available to us now. And often we have trained ourselves to to not notice the support or to be unreceptive to the support. And it's a, a big issue for a lot of us literally relaxing into the support that's available. But as I said earlier, these timelines are emerging from deep within the core of the earth because the earth knows precisely um, how she's going to be unfolding things. And she also knows us deeply and intimately, every one of us. She knows us as the one that has had many incarnations on this planet. And she also knows each of our incarnations. So she has, has a if you like, a data bank, a library of our record and knows exactly what um, is going to be in our best interest, in effect, in terms of what we have come here to do. So this is just a very, very simple uh, exercise. And as I say, if you're interested in more of this, then my offering on the Lionsgate is still available on my website and we went into this one in much more detail on that but we'll be looking at it this Sunday too. So um, why don't you start by just dropping into uh, into the breath, closing your eyes if that's what you do and just begin to allow the breath to pull you inwards and focus internally. Just follow the breath and allow that to draw you in and really begin that process of recognizing the breath as a completely multidimensional tool, particularly when we focus or align it with awareness. And the breath can wash through the whole of your body, releasing patterns, releasing tension. So just set that intention that your breath really relaxes the body and you can breathe through your cell tissue. You can breathe through muscular tension. You can breathe through the organs, just releasing and relaxing as you go. Simplicity itself. The breath is this vehicle of consciousness, a vehicle of spirit, a vehicle of prana and chi. So let your breath be penetrated and full of life force as you breathe through the body, releasing patterns and tensions. Be aware that there will be a lot of energetic support with you as you do this, calling in your team of guides. Those that work with you on your highest evolution, connecting with your greater self, your highest self, so that everything that unfolds for you does so through the lens of your highest self. Just connecting that. And then just begin to drop awareness down into the pelvis, just breathing down through the base of the spine, right the way along the spine, actually just opening the spine with a breath. Coming to the base of the spine, Breathing there to relax and open. And coming to rest in the pelvis, allowing the pull of gravity to anchor you deep into the pelvis.
and as you rest, as you come to rest in the pelvis, automatically any old patterning that is stored there, anything that is held there that is ready to fall away, it just starts to let go. Just giving permission to the whole of your body and your energy field to let go of anything and everything they're ready to let go of. And then just imagine your field, your personal energy field, like an egg-shaped envelope of energy that surrounds and interpenetrates all of your body. The body is simply the densest level of the energy field. Imagining the energy field underneath you, penetrating into the earth and bring awareness, just allow your awareness to drop underneath you into the earth and reach your awareness down towards the core of the earth no need to go through the process of growing roots or anything like that anymore there is no separation between us and the earth in fact our bodies are the earth and you are and always have been connected deep into the core of the earth so just relax into that knowing and you may start to feel the energy of the core of the earth rising to meet you into your field. And just invite, if this feels appropriate for you, and check that out only if it feels appropriate for you, you invite the most appropriate, the most beneficial timeline for you to emerge from the core of the earth. Just recognizing, despite whatever you may have experienced in this or other incarnations on this planet, recognizing that the earth has your highest interests at heart. She wants all of us to thrive and grow and to be deeply fulfilled and happy because that automatically helps her. And she is way further than us on her journey of ascension and knows completely what she wants to unfold here. So we are simply in this process aligning ourselves with that deep field of wisdom and intention. And allow the energy of your timeline, whatever is being offered to you from the core of the earth, allow it to begin to weave its way through your body. Taking it right the way in to your cell tissue. And as this high frequency energy works its way through your system, it starts to dislodge and dismantle old patterning, old timelines that are no longer relevant or useful for you. And you're just continuing to draw this timeline into your system, breathing it up and through, picking it all the way up the spine. 
watching as it fills every cell of your body, penetrates all of the skeleton into the densest, deepest part of your body and out into the energy field, all levels, all layers of the field, all of the chakra system, through the emotional body, through the mental body, into all of the spiritual bodies and it's rising right the way through your system, flooding your heart with these new frequencies, new possibilities, new opportunities, new fields of possibility. Weaving its way through your system, through the neck, filling your head and starting to rise up above you, weaving its way right through the central energetic column that we know as the Sushumna, that runs through the body but also runs right out through the crown and out into the cosmos. So this timeline works its way right up that central energetic column to every aspect of your being, all of those higher centers, the higher chakras that aren't located in physical reality at all. And on up. And as it weaves its way up higher and higher, right the way through the chakra system, it starts to draw down the new configuration in your field, starts to draw down from the cosmos a whole new world of possibilities for you and for the planet. A new marriage of heaven and earth emerges on these new timelines that are deeply embodied in your field, in your cell tissue, in your bones, in your heart, at your core. Internally saying yes to the highest possibilities for you To the optimal timeline for you and consciously letting go of old patterning, letting it fall out of your system as these new frequencies wash through the whole of your structure. And then gently bring awareness back to the heart. And just breathe at the level of your heart. Trusting totally that the timelines that connect for you are meant for you. So take a moment to give thanks to to your team, to your guides, to your higher self, the greatest self, and to the core of the earth.
and also give thanks to yourself for your commitment and your your work and your perseverance and enjoy your new timeline thank you